Well, we know that Jared Daffy is probably the best ambassador for Warner Ball in this country, given the time he spent there with his family. And it is a really unique place, um, Warner Ball. If you've never been there, I suggest that even in the future, when if you're working, if you retire, you should just go to that carnival, the three-day carnival, which is always the first week normally in May and all culminates in that very special event and that unique course, the gruelling test, which is the grand annual. But, you know, you've got the cup and the wongoom and uh, all the locals are so passionate, always get decent crowds. And the weather in the past couple of seasons has been quite good at Warrnambool as well. And you go to Port Ferry uh, for a look there and Great Ocean Road on your way down and Lady Bay, watch the horses swim in the morning. And if you want to go this year, Ambassador Trouble can take you there and you'll be going to all those places I just mentioned. And then you don't have to worry about stress, organising flights, being on hold for whatever time. Even though Qantas are trying to improve on that, aren't they, at the moment? The lady, the CEO yesterday, says she's got a board in front of her at Qantas that tells her the wait time uh, that people are waiting on the phone. So they're trying, aren't they? So you don't have to worry about flights. As I say, accommodation, always the best that's available at the various places that you're going to. And as I said, I think the most important thing is that you make a lot of friends and you meet people with that love of racing, whether you be... You know, a wealthy businessman or, you know, you're just a salt of the earth, typical Saturday punter, you know, um, you're just different people and you all mix because you, you love thoroughbred racing. Great trips, they really are. So if you want to give Peter a call, Ray Warnable or any other tour, um, family business, of course, uh, about daughter uh, Tanya's involved and granddaughter Bella as well, give Ambassador Trouble a call, 32296555. We're going to talk about one of the key runners right now in the Lord Reams Stakes at Morphville tomorrow. This horse hasn't won for a while, but I'll tell you what, he looks so beautifully placed uh, in this race tomorrow. Trained by Shane Jackson. Now, Shane retired from jumps riding some seasons ago. He trains a few in his own right now. And gee, he... He won some decent jumps races, including this one at the Warrnambool Carnival. Shane Jackson. Then bit of a lad. It's M, the Kiwi Warrior. Ablaze, the new kid on the block, has gone to him, though. Two links, gold medals, trying to lift. Then followed by bit of a lad. But we're seeing history here. This is five grand annuals for the favourite son, Seymour. Ablaze, race clear for turkey legs. ZM can do no more. Gold medals, they're in a fight of their own. But it is ablaze for the Lindock living. Waterfront grand annual by six lengths. Could have gone around again looking at that race. He had a lovely turn of foot there um, on the flat and he could get over those. He didn't jump all of them that well, but uh, Shane Jackson handled him perfectly. And uh, Shane Jackson is joining us on Racing HQ. And good morning to you, Shane. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, but, thanks. Thanks but, for having me. I mean, you get, never get sick hearing Rick's call there. No, no, I used to get sick of the nickname, all right, and uh, since I've given up riding, the legs have filled out a little bit, so it mightn't, it mightn't be so fitting anymore. I got that when I was young as well, cotton legs and all that, you know, move around in the shower to get wet and all that. Um, you wouldn't know it now, but ha who gave you that turkey legs name? Uh, it actually came from an old uh, trainer back back in Ireland, and um, he was the only one ever called called me. I was very skinny, obviously, I'm six foot two, and to be doing the weights as a jockey, I was, I was very skinny, I was only a... Uh, a stick so and there was an old fellow used to call me turkey legs but it never really stuck and we were we we're having a beer here after races one night and i was with tommy ryan a few of the boys and mcintosh loves his nicknames and he he was saying he says what are we going to call you and i said oh, sure everyone just calls me jack or whatever and tommy ryan pipes up ah turkey legs he says a fellow at home he madden used to call him turkey legs so that's that's how that started and mcintosh loved it and it stuck then 
actually makes me think of Michael Rod as well. He's got a number, or he used to have a number plate on his car, Soupy, because Michael Rod used to be called Soup Legs when he was young. Yeah, right. (laughs) But but just on a blaze, he carried the colours of Nature Strip. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was a he was a he was a champion little horse. He was the the best the best worst looking horse I've ever sat on. He wasn't much to look at. He was the size of a pony, but he'd a he'd a big heart and he he could stay really well and jump really well. He was uh, he was a pleasure to ride. And I think only injury sort of forced him into retirement. Tendon injury, he would have been uh, he would have been winning a couple more grand annuals or, or races like that like that sort and might have extended my career for another season or two. But um, yeah, when he was gone, I sort of pulled the pin too. Just tell me about what it's like, because I've been to Warrnambool Carnival with the big crowd, the build that Rick McIntosh's call adds to it as well. What was that like that particular day coming back when you won on that horse ablaze, that grand annual? It was the, the best prize money trial I ever rode, and it was the year of COVID, so there was nobody there. Only, only Ah, was it a the, COVID the, year, was it? Yeah, it was COVID year. Kieran and Declan were there, and a, stra- and a strapper, and yeah, that, that was about it. But what a bugger for um, you, you got ripped off. Well, it was and it wasn't. It was a race I've been trying to win for since I got here. It was the race that sort of took my attention the most. You know, I'd, I'd ridden, ridden most of the other big race winners here, and um, it was the one that was eluding me every season. I'd run well in it, I'd run a place in it. Um, so I wasn't really happy until I, I ticked it off the, the bucket list. Um, so, yeah, even though there wasn't a crowd there, I got a, I got a huge kick out of it, and it was, uh, it was sort of goal completed as such. Yeah, next Kiwi, of course, Ablaze. He ended up winning 14 race, races total. You won a Grand National, didn't you, after that race at the Bull we replayed? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the sort of horse he was. You know, it's generally a Grand Annual at the end of a horse's prep. You know, this sort of it takes a lot out of them and they, they tend to go to the paddock or, or don't really front up again for the season. But, yeah, he, he had a couple of weeks of a freshen up and Kieran produced him at Sandown for the Grand National Hurdle and he, yeah, he, he, he bolted in again. He was... Uh, he was very economical. He could jump hurdles as well as he could jump fences. And, um, yeah, he, he won, won the Grand National Hurdle the same. His next, his next start after the Grand Annual. Speaking of Warner, I remember you winning the Thackeray on a really wet track one day on a horse that was very good to you. Um, I think you won an Australian steeple on him as well on a wet bit of a, a bit of a lad. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a lad. I only, only sat on him a couple of times. Um, the first time I rode him, I won the Australian on him. And, and yeah, then I... I won the, the, the Thackeray here. He probably made me look good, but I could get a bit of a tune out of him. He was a, a tricky old bugger. He'd like to stand in the barriers. and uh, But uh, he was a he was a very, very good jumper, so you could you could give him the brave man's ride all the time. You'd, you'd go down the inside where you wouldn't see much of your fences, but he'd, he, he'd negotiate them great. He was brilliant to jump, and you could trust in him, and he loved heavy ground. Um, so, yeah, two good wins on him, and he was a horse. He briefly tempted me back out of retirement to ride him in the Grand Annual the year after I retired. Um, but he, he just didn't quite see out the trip of Grand Annual. But no, he was he was a great horse. Like I say, only sat on him three times, but had a couple of great spins on him. Why did you retire a couple of seasons ago, Shane? Um, well, as you'd know, I'm I'm foreman here at Lindsay Smiths, and I have a couple of horses in my own name. And the, the training side of things was was sort of catching my attention a lot more, and 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 uh, yeah, sort of working alongside Lindsay. You know, I've been riding for 15, 16 years. Um, and look, I was still in one piece. As I said, I'd ticked off the Grand Annual. I'd won the Grand National Hurdle a couple of times. Um, and I was sort of... I, I, I was. I probably had the best two seasons I had in my career the last two seasons. I did have the best two seasons. And I'm a bit greedy in the fact that if I, if I hadn't had as good a season the following year, I would have I vet me up and 
I've taught a lot of sports people, whether it be jockeys, footballers, cricketers, whatever it may be. I think the sports people tend to go on a bit longer than what they should and they, they go on a downward spiral or boxers or anything like that. Um, and I thought I'd rather people sort of asking why, why, why is Jackson retiring rather than in three or four years' time the bottle's gone and not riding as well as it was and they're sort of saying, geez, Jackson should have retired by now. Um, so I thought go out on the top. Um, at the top as, as you know, the, the leading rider and over jumps here for the last two seasons and go out on my terms in one piece and, you know, wife and three beautiful kids at home. So getting out on my terms, I've had a lot of friends sort of badly hurt too, you know, so the longer you go, the, the more risk you are of, of getting badly injured too. Yeah, I couldn't imagine how nerve-wracking it would be if your partner or husband uh, was a jumps rider watching. You know, you go. I wouldn't probably be able to watch it um, when you go around in some of those races. It gets so tight and it can be scary, can't it? Oh, well, look, it's it's just something. It doesn't seem scary when it's what you've always done. And uh, like that, my wife, you know, has, has followed me to the races for years and and has a huge interest in it, and she loved it. Obviously, she'd been a bit nervous, but um, they got they got a huge thrill out of the, the big days and the days of the ride winners too. And were, you know, they were always my, my biggest supporters. Did you have to manage your weight? Yeah, yeah, for years. Um, you know, as I said, I'm six foot two. Um, probably lucky. I, I'm not very broad. You know, that's like the, the the nickname turkey legs. You know, of skinny legs, skinny arms, and um, that allowed me to to do the weights but yes I'd, I'd probably be walking around at that stage I would have been walking around 67 or 8 kilos and trying to manage it down to 64 was, was always something to be keeping an eye on but um, I did it the wrong way for years where you'd you wouldn't worry about it until two days beforehand and then you'd sit in a hot bath or saunas and starve yourself for a couple of days but the last couple of years I was I was riding I was probably getting a bit more sensible and um, doing a lot of boxing training and stuff like that, so that that probably helped and probably showed him my results the last couple of years too. That I was been a bit more professional about the way I was managing my weights. Did you ride on the flat in Ireland in the early days? No, never. I never rode a flat winner until I came to Australia, and um, I rode a couple of flat weight, flat uh, high weight winners here, and uh, I did have one sort of summer of madness where I went hardcore on the dieting, and I got down. I rode. I rode at 58 kilos, 58 and a half kilos for about six months. Um, rode a handful of winners against the flat jocks. Um, it was something, you know, I think it helped me riding a lot. And uh, it was something I'm glad I, I, I did, but I, wasn't a, I probably wasn't a great person to live with. <laughs> at that time, I was living on uh, yeah, thin air and, yeah, not, not much else. So, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't feasible for my height to be doing those sort of weights. But, yeah, I rode, rode a few flat winners here and... Um, but no, never in Ireland. It was just jumps, just jumps in Ireland. Tell me about Grand Promenade. As I said, it seems like you found a perfect race with this horse on the weekend. He's eight, of course. As you said, you're working for Lindsay Smith, but now he's in your. He's, oh, sorry, he's, he was previously with Mar Eustace, wasn't he? And you've had him for a couple of runs. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a lovely, lovely old horse. Um, he seems in, in good order. His two runs so far have been have been really, really good. Actually, he's just sort of outweighted in those benchmark hundreds he's carrying 60 kilos and the uh, you know the the minimum minimums are getting in off 53 so he's given away a lot of weight in those handicaps and you know it's probably just told on him the last 100 meters of caulfield i uh, looked the winner halfway down the straight and yeah he just got swamp played by those horses with the light light weights but yeah the lord reams is a different sort of a um set weights race where it goes on how long since your last win or your last decent win and it's a couple of years since he's won a race so he 
he gets in off 56 kilos, which is a, a lovely weight. Um, he seems in good order. He's working well. So, yeah, I'll travel down Friday morning with him and uh, hopefully he travels well and uh, we can be very competitive. Yeah, you're right. He's a 100 rater and gets in with that weight. Uh, Todd Pennell, you've booked for the horse, Grand Promenade. Yeah, Todd Pennell rode him in the in this race last year. Obviously, um, Harry Harry Coffey and Johnny Allen have, have rode him for me and they ride a lot for, for, for the ownership group, but um, they have commitments in Melbourne, so... I thought uh, Todd Pannell was a very good replacement. Um, and as I said, he rolled him in it last year and rolled him very well in it. And he was brave last year rolling up near the speed. Sorry? He was brave last year, wasn't he? Was. he stuck on he well was, behind yeah, Highland he Jack. He was, and he carried 58 in it last year. Um, so, yeah, he's he's back to 56 this year. So, yeah, hopefully we can be giving him a shake-up. Yeah, the Bart Cummings was his last win, 2021. He defeated Charlie Rose, and he box-seated that day. So he doesn't have to lead to win. He doesn't have to lead. No, no. If someone wants to go silly, he can he can sit behind him. He's not he's not a tear away, run away, or anything like that. He's uh, he he likes to bowl along at a at a strong tempo, but he's he's he can definitely take a sit if someone wants to go silly. Yeah, Shane. I notice he's got white socks. Has he had any hoof problems or anything with him over the time since you've had him, Graham Promenade? No, 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 not since I've had him. He's he's actually quite good in the feet. Um, he has white socks and white feet, but no, he's he's not one of those ones with real soft feet. He's he's pretty good in that front. Remember, he looked like a world beater early on. I think it was start three, four, five, six. He won four in a row. And then, as I mentioned, he won a couple of races at Flemington where he looked really good back-to-back wins. And, yeah, and we saw him in the Melbourne Cup, of course, didn't we? Yeah, he ran two Melbourne Cups. He ran very well in the first one. And um, his second Melbourne Cup, he got sort of trapped deep and mightn't have been the, the best rides on the day. Um, and he had to do a lot of work. So he was he was obviously entitled to, to tire when he did in his second Cup. But, yeah, he's had... For a horse that's not had much racing, he's he's obviously been in very competitive races. So they, you know, that's that's something we just manage. He has no injuries, but you know, you, over, over the over the years and those sort of races, you get a bit of wear and tear. So that's something we've been managing. And he just he spends spends a lot of time down on the beach, working on the beach, swimming behind the boat, and I do quite a bit of jumping with him. I find it it's sort of a, a natural sort of a physio, you know, to, to bend different muscles and use different muscles. And uh, yeah, no, we're we're just tricking around, you know. I'm yeah. trying to reinvent the wheel. Obviously, he he's with Kiermaier and Dave Eustace. They don't leave many stones unturned, so he's just in a probably a smaller environment down here where he gets a bit a bit of, a bit more spoiling, maybe with a bit, a bit more hands on. Um, and yeah, he seems to be enjoying enjoying his time at the minute. Anyway, yeah, Paul Hamlin's a regular listener to this program. You know Paul very well. I dare yeah. say you probably rode with him. Uh, he was talking to me last Sunday via text about jumps racing, and it's about jumping between runs. You know, horses just to get them sharp and focused. You know, between runs, he thinks there should be more of it, particularly in Queensland, for example. Yeah, you know? no, it's it's amazing. You'll see them. They just it's something different. It's like it's like ourselves. Um, a change is as good as a rest. You know, if you're doing the same thing every day. And then you go and you do something different. It's it's more interesting, and it's the same with horses. If they're going around and around the track every day, it's not long before they get sick of it. So we're very lucky here. We've we've good facilities between the the race course, the beach, and uh, yeah, we've a jumping a jumping setup as well. So all of our horses, not just this fella, like all of Lindsay's horses, they'll all be be varying their routines um, throughout the week, and it, it keeps their mind. Um, keeps their mind right as well as as well as their fitness and all of that sort of stuff. So we'll definitely see him in a few Mondays. Do you think? Sorry, will we see him in a few Mondays time in SA Grand Promenade? Oh, it'll all depend on how he goes. How he goes Saturday, if he wins, we'll have to stick a nom in um, and have a look. You know, he, he ran in it, he ran well in the Lord Reams last year, and then he was a bit disappointing in the Cup. 
But um, yeah, we'll, we'll look here. We'll make no. We'll set no plans in stone. Get through Saturday first. He'll he'll come back home and uh, yeah, he'll there's um, there's also hurdle trials on, on the way through his through his prep that he'll be going to and and get qualified for for a maiden hurdle somewhere down the track. But yeah, if he if he happens to go and and win on Saturday, we'll. We'll have to be thinking about the cup for sure. Anyone interested in the Adelaide Cup should be watching this race, Mooney Valley 2500. It's a listed $200,000 race, and you've got a horse going well in it. What, what's the expectation? He's drawn wide, though, Mystery Island. Yeah, bad draw doesn't help, really. Um, he's in great order, the horse. He, his runs have been super. Um, you know, he obviously won here in New Year's at Warrnambool, ran well at Geelong. Um, his, uh, his Mooney Valley run was, was really good, where he just got... He misses the start a little bit, his, his one little sort of trick he has and you know with barrier blankets on and all of that sort of stuff but you just sort of have to put up with him some days he jumps and some days he doesn't um and he missed the start that day in Mooney Valley and he got shuffled back on the fence off a slow speed which where we didn't want to be um and he was he was working home and he hit the line really strong in in, in a good race in a benchmark hundred and uh, I thought that was a super run and then his call out cup run same sort of story a bit unlucky not to win our other horse won glitter and gold um and Johnny Allen rode ours, and he he decided to to go out instead of in coming down the hill, um, which seemed the right move as he was tracking our other horse, which, did, which didn't seem to be going as well. Um, but as soon as he made the decision, it turned out to maybe the wrong decision. And Johnny said that he said, look, he said if I stayed in, I'd probably win. Um, and he was he was hammering home. He was really savage in the line. He ran a good second in the Colac Cup. So the horse in great form. Uh, it's a very strong race Friday night. The bad barrier probably forces to. You know, if there's good speed on, we can maybe just slot in midfield and uh, get a nice run around, you know, 2,500 metres to work it out. And Harry's riding very well at the minute. He's no weight, and I think he's he's, a, he's an each-way chance for sure. Yeah, he makes that horse four kilos better, that beating there, the horse you work with, the glittering goal that's in Lindsay's name. So would he potentially go to the Adelaide Cup if he runs well? Could he get in? Oh, I don't. Well, I haven't really thought about it, to okay. be honest. Um, same sort of thing. Look, we'll... We'll, uh, we're thinking maybe Packingham Cup, um, but we'll we'll get through Friday night, um, and yeah, see 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 what, where we go after that. You know, there's plenty of options com- coming up for those sort of horses. Good luck with Grand Promenade in the Lord Reams, and thanks for telling us a bit of your story. And good luck with Mystery Island Race Seven at Mooney Valley Number Twelve, around a fifteen dollar chance. Love to talk to you. And I won't say turkey legs ever again, promise. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Thanks very much. Shane Jackson joining us this morning on Racing HQ.